850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. It is Tuesday. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. I'm looking out the window here, and it looks like it could snow. <laughs> I mean, it's cloudy. It's kind of cold. We haven't really had much snow this year, but I just it just seems like it, it looks like it wants to snow. And I know uh, from your email, that's what you want to talk about today on, on this uh, segment of the program today. You want to talk about snow. That's right. So, no, you're right. In the St. Louis area this year, we have not had much snow. There's a little wintry mix in the forecast for Wednesday, I think, but otherwise it's been warm enough. Most of our precipitation has been rain so far this winter, but uh, we might get a little wintry mix coming up in the next day or two. And uh, when you look up snow in the Bible, in a concordance, you see that there were more than two dozen references to the word snow in, in Bible times. Uh, and in the Bible, you hear about you know God being the one who sends the snow, he commands the snow to come, uh, and in Psalm 148 calls upon fire, hail, snow, and mist, and stormy wind, fulfilling God's word to give praise to the one who creates and controls them. Uh, also, there's a wonderful passage in Isaiah 55 that says, for as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be. So God's word does not return to him empty, but accomplishes that which he pleases. And, uh, and we know that what God especially pleases with his word is that it would work in our hearts so that we repent of our sins and believe the gospel, believe in Jesus as our Savior, who died for us and rose again. And knowing that, another passage in Isaiah is where the Lord appeals to his people, says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. What a beautiful picture that is, to know that because of Jesus, who shed his blood on Calvary's cross for us, God washes us clean from every spot and wrinkle and stain. We are white as snow, and our sins are all washed away because of Jesus, who died for us and rose again. And so that is such a wonderful thing to know that the Bible, when it refers to snow, especially uses that picture for the gospel and not how God cleanses us in the forgiveness of sins through the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, when you uh, Google snow or use the search feature on Answers in Genesis for snow, there are quite a few articles that Answers in Genesis has about snow as well. One article on snow that appears in the most recent issues of Answers magazine is a uh, eye-opening thing. So let me kind of tie that together with another older article that they had in their Answers for Kids section. We'll start with that one. It talks about this, that snow is you know, really, it's ice crystals, snow crystals, a single crystal of ice. All the molecules of water connect together in a specific and unique shape. Now, a snowflake, as we think about it, is usually uh, referring to not just that individual snow crystal, but also these things that fall out of the sky in this winter time, where often hundreds or even thousands of snow crystals collide and stick together in midair as they fall, and then they form these puffy white flakes that we often refer to as snowflakes, the ones that you try to catch on your tongue when you run around outside as a child and see if you can catch those snowflakes and see what they're like. Well, back in 1885, there was an American meteorologist by the name of Wilson Bentley 
who was the first person that we know who used a camera and a microscope to take pictures of these snow crystals. In his lifetime, he captured more than 5,000 images of snowflakes and snow crystals, and he named them tiny miracles of beauty, tiny ice flowers. If you've ever seen those pictures, you know they are wonderful. You can Google that as well and find uh, Wilson Bentley and his pictures of snowflakes and snow crystals. What a wonder that God has made these beautiful things, each one unique as they come, as they form and as they come into our world. And uh, another fascinating uh, thing to think about are the way our Creator displays His power, His majesty, and His wisdom in our world. Uh, in the most recent issues of Answers Magazine, the little article there talks about Snow's Secret Garden. And it says, when it comes to the seasons, we often associate life with spring, not winter. Depending upon where you live, winter brings a barren landscape, hibernating animals, and snow. But even snow harbors its own microscopic garden of life that we have only just unearthed within the last decade. It might look different from a field of wildflowers, but it's cultivated by the same creator. A layer of freshly fallen white stuff may look pristine, but it's actually home to a hidden ecosystem teeming with algae, fungi, and bacteria. Where do these microbes come from? Some are swept up into the atmosphere and then fall back to earth. Others may sleep in the soil until a snowfall when they spring to life. Researchers have discovered that microbes in snow, specifically bacteria, may even sometimes form snowflakes. When bacteria are blown up into the atmosphere, water molecules cluster around these microbes to form ice crystals. Snow's microscopic ecosystem of algae, fungi, and bacteria could be helping maintain a healthy biosphere on Earth. We know that these microbes play a role in cycling nutrients and carbon, and we're still learning what else they do. The more information we harvest from Snow's secret garden, the more we can marvel at God's handiwork. Despite the differences, both spring and snow remind us of the creator of life. And that's the little article from Answers in Genesis, the most recent issue. That would be the January-February issue of 2021. Um, again, what a wonderful thing that to look at God's creation and see uh, this marvel. And the more you study it, the more you marvel, yeah. not only at, at uh, the ice crystals themselves, but to learn that there's a little ecosystem there with fungi and algae and bacteria. Maybe I won't be so eager to eat, <laughs> eat snow, <laughs> snow anymore. Now. Yeah. I'm looking at the, uh, you brought up Wilson Bentley, and I, I clicked that on the computer, and it is so beautiful looking at the snow, the way he's photographed it. So far, I haven't seen one snowflake the same. They're so beautiful, so lacy, and, and so yeah. wonderful when you look at those photographs. What a, what a marvel they are when you look at them under a microscope and see the detail in each and every one. Again, this article in Answers in Genesis mentions it takes about an hour for a snowflake, a single snowflake, to fall to the earth from a cloud. Who knew it took that long for it to come down to planet earth? And then it mentions watermelon snow. Algae can turn fallen snow different colors, including green, brown, and even pink. Watermelon snow is pink because of ice-loving algae that bloom when the sun heats up turning the snow a rosy hue. Some people say this snow even smells like watermelon. So um, that's uh, some, another new thing that you learn when you read about these things, another evidence of God, our Creator. Can you lead us in a prayer as we conclude the program today? I would be happy to do so. 
Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you are our creator and our redeemer. And in the world around us, there are so many things that cause us to marvel at your wisdom and your power and your goodness. Even every individual snowflake causes us to give thanks and praise to you. But most of all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who is revealed to us in your word, the Bible. Jesus, who came down from heaven to be our Savior, who suffered and died on the cross, shedding his holy, precious blood, that we might be washed from our sins, so that even if our sins are as red as crimson, yet we shall be white as snow, perfectly forgiven by the perfect Savior, Jesus Christ, who died for us and rose again, and in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, Thank you so much, Pastor Worth. You are welcome. And as that secular Christmas song goes, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. This is the Messenger Mm -hmm. of Good News Worldwide at KFUO.org.